Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is... Shannon Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Chain Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and I have successfully delayed the vote on Invincible until you can go watch it right now on Amazon Prime. Stop Stop this episode. Go watch the first three episodes of, of Invincible on Amazon Prime, and then come back. I can't even believe that you can be so nefarious <laughs> with something like a bracket, even. I can't, I can't even believe that you can be surprised by the <laughs> level of... The depths to which he will sink. Trevor Skullduggery. <laughs> listen, listen. I may or may not have one favorite child in the bracket, and I'm doing everything I can to delay the inevitable heartbreak. But people watching those first three episodes, that that could go a long way. You're you are wise in your Skullduggery. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm hoping that I pull it out the first round. Um, I can see where it probably will get crushed by X-Men in the second round, though. Sad. It is what it is. I I am kind of... So, maybe... I, I, I'm kind of curious, Trevor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, I've read the entire arc of Invincible. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but not as much as you. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I'm... I guess... Ultimately, it's a question of why Why do you love Invincible so much? So probably the biggest reason I love Invincible is because it throws most of the comic book tropes on their head. And you probably don't necessarily realize it at the time, but there's some pretty hard moral questions. Um, for the most part, when characters die, they don't come back. Um, there's a lot of things that you see happening in... Um, greater the greater comic book universe that uh robert kirkman sort of um as a massive comic book uh fan himself basically sort of threw on out the door and did something different i just i really love the characters and one of the things that i love about the comic is that the side characters are just as believable as the main characters which is not the case in most comics that i've read it feels like a lot of the side characters really are only playing bit parts. Um, I also really appreciate how long he's willing to wait on a joke. Like, he'll throw something in. Um, I, I will just throw this in there because it's not, like, a big reveal or anything. In the very first issue, when Mark gets his powers, he throws a um, a garbage bag into the dumpster. And because he just barely gets his powers, he accidentally ends up throwing it up in the air, and it lands in the United Kingdom. But it doesn't actually land in the United Kingdom until um, like four or five issues later. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, he revisits again a couple of years later where there is a cult of the falling 
garbage and they have anointed one of their prophet one of their leaders as a prophet um, because there's a second time where he throws one up so he's basically preaching to the crowd about you know the garbage that's landed and then um, he gets hit with another bag of garbage from mark um, and i mean this joke goes over the course of I, I don't remember six seven years so if you were reading these as a monthly comic you, you know the delay that it would take to get the punchline to some of this stuff is pretty immense. Um, anyway, I, I just love, there's a lot about it that I really enjoy. I enjoy the fact that um, the main characters have lasting consequences. There's some pretty serious um, damage that's done to many of them um, in ways that you don't, I mean, you never see, for example, you, you don't ever see Superman um, have his eyes almost popped out of his head, stuff like that. It just, it's a little bit different. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer your question. I'm gonna answer it in two words, and I'm gonna use the non-spoiler version of the two words. <laughs> Adam, Eve, the end. Oh well, I mean, uh, I, I don't think the gay guy was quite as enamored with Adam Eve as as you were, Josh. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> but there's a specific arc of hers that is the best, for the record. So. I will say that there's a lot of characters that you really learn to absolutely hate too, and um, yeah, and they're usually they're... Trevor's favorite characters, for the record. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I, I will give an example. I feel like um, Oliver um, is one that you, through the mid part of the comic, you really learn to hate, and then at the very end, he sort of redeems himself in a way that. There's just a lot of characters like that, that either you they get their comeuppance at some point, or you hate them, but you end up agreeing with them, even though you hate them, etc. It's just really well done. So that's why I love the comics so much. Interesting. Well, I, I should probably give them a, a reread. Um, and... I mean, I, I can accept. You know, I don't have to feel like you love it as much as I do, or anyone. I just, I do. So... I know it's not going to be for everyone. I know that one of the um, things that bothers you is the amount of blood that's in it, and I know that that would bother other people too. Yeah, and it's, I'm, it's obviously not like I'm morally offended by it. It's just I, it's just kind of gross and <laughs> not very enjoyable, I guess. I don't know. There's certainly some, um, some times where there's some shock factor uh, with the amount of violence and blood that's done. Yeah, yeah. It, it is interesting to me. One of the things I lo also love about it is, unlike many of the comic book runs or things that you'll see or talk about, is it has a very defined beginning, um, some events that happen in the middle, some very big things that happen in the middle, and then a very defined end. You basically see Mark through the, the main His part whole of story. Line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, point of order, I'm assuming all this time counts as uh, Trevor's attempt to sway the voters in his <laughs> 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 um i guess i do have um um I, I have one other question for you guys before we dive into um the bracket all right lay it on us so idaho um we're number one we're no that's probably not what your question's about uh, is yeah we're like technically we're like number 38 right now but <laughs> idaho has, has finally like said when outlined kind of like the, the rest of the vaccination uh, schedule for Idaho. Yes. Um, and so we, we at least have like kind of a, a timeline on when we're, we're going to be uh, vaccinated, et cetera. 
Um, what is, I guess my question is like, what's going to be the celebration game or event or what are you guys going to do post vaccination? Oh, interesting. Hmm, that's a good question. T- man, I, honestly, I should just say TI4 because I think it would be yeah. amazing to arrange a game of that. Should be TI4 with expansion since none of us have played it with expansion. Yeah, I mean, right. I, I guess I kind of asked the question knowing what the answer should be. <laughs> <laughs> Objection I... leading the witness. <laughs> well, I, my understanding is that a good lawyer never asks a question that he doesn't already know the answer. But <laughs> feels like it feels like it needs to be like uh, Trevor smoking us a bunch of meat and <laughs> playing some TI4. Yeah. Uh, the other one that I really want to play is, um, is Founding Fathers. Uh, which the new one that you got right yeah 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 the one that the josh basically tricked me into buying oh sure it's josh's (laughs) fault just like always (laughs) um uh yeah i i one of the things that i told my wife the other day that i really missed and we have done it once over the course of um last year which was going to the movies um but i think that one of the things that we will do is definitely you know, go inside a movie theater, buy some popcorn. It's not something we did often because with five kids, or excuse me, three kids with five of us, um, it is uh, it's kind of expensive. But um, I we always did it probably you know once a quarter at least with the kids. I, I just missed that opportunity. So I am kind of looking forward to potentially getting the uh, um, unlimited movie pass again. <laughs> do you th- oh you think will it for sure come back no but oh. i i i'm kind of assuming that it is you are I, the target audience i wouldn't be shocked if there was a, a blitz of marketing style things like that trying to get people to come back out i mean really i'm not sure how good the movie lineup is going to be for the yeah. next little bit we'll see gonna take a while yeah um well, are, are we ready to move on to the bracket? Let's do it. Okay, let's. Um, what, uh, what 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 are we going to do first? Um, I don't think we did our, well, clearly our matchups. We, um, well, we have. You have not. We left oh, okay. a couple you openings for you. You basically okay. got stuck. That's with fine. You. I'll, take the, I'll take the scraps. <laughs> <laughs> um, but clearly we're going to leave the Invincible matchup for last to give them you know, a few extra days. Here we go again. <laughs> so we'll start with the um, with Mad Max versus uh, the Warhammer Fantasy RPG. Okay. Uh, that that's that's Josh and I. I am the moderator, so this is. Uh, I'll I'll go ahead and and get things going. One second. All right. So Josh, you can go ahead and uh, begin. Look, I'm going to defend the Warhammer Fantasy RPG. Again, with two words. Adam Eve. Just kidding. The two <laughs> words for the Warhammer <laughs> Fantasy RPG are Ratcatcher. Why Ratcatcher, you might ask? That's a great question, and I'm so glad you asked. Uh, it's because Warhammer, the Warhammer Fantasy RPG has one of the most unique approaches, to me, to character building. Because there are so many... Uh, careers, jobs that characters can pursue. And each of them, I just find like so, uh, wonderfully written and just, just that little element 
does such a great job of painting this sort of like grim, dark fantasy world that you're going to, that you're going to go play in. Uh, and for me, it probably it shows how bad of an RPG I am. Character creation is like one of the best, <laughs> the best parts of the game and Warhammer fantasy. That hasn't. That's fine. All right. I have two more words for you, Josh. Charcoal burner. There's another one. There's some great. There's, <laughs> there's some great starting characters in that so game. Oh, amazing! See. <laughs> Thanks for the little boost there on, on defense. You're welcome. Trevor. This one's really hard for me because these are my two children. Honestly, I love the Warhammer Fantasy, but I'm I'm ready for my my timer. Okay, go. So Mad Max is one of the most interesting um, movie franchises that have ever been made. I think that it has created a whole world of post-apocalyptic things around it. And it is when you think of the post-apocalyptic world with um, the wasteland, that's immediately where you go is Mad Max. It has had some of the greatest movies ever made, some of the greatest um, video games, etc., other things around the world. Um, and there are more movies coming. We have uh, two more coming in just a few years. Um, I can't show them all to my family. Uh, my daughter has seen the Beyond Thunderdome because it's the only PG-13 one. Um, but I love the Mad Max character and I love the Mad Max universe. Um, if you love post-apocalyptic uh, worlds and you haven't seen Mad Max, I don't know why you're living under a rock, but you should go do it now after you watch Invincible. <laughs> my heavens okay josh i just am not sure how long we should allow this to continue Jay. it's ridiculous i feel like bad I, i'm just, I'm the just waiting there's right gonna be now, right a blowback and yes because be of his disregard for tradition and the standards of the bracket am i right i, w- I would Correct. not be able to sleep with myself if i didn't give it every possible chance and if they uh, if there's a backlash and they vote against it I, that's okay. I can live with that. But my, Look, in my heart, my rebuttal is, dang it! I should have looked up the Warhammer more of the Warhammer RPG job description because I'm pretty sure that there is one that is basically the Mad Max character. I guarantee that it's there. Well, yeah, there's probably several. I mean, I believe you can like in, if you go into the character creator, at least in second edition, like Lord Humongous, he's there. That's one of the characters. <laughs> So see, there you go. It reaches deep into the human psyche and is worthy of your vote. <laughs> okay, Trevor, you may rebut. I mean, why would you not vote for Lord Humongous? No, oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, some of the villains in Mad Max are some of the best. Um, I, I mean... Tina Turner's a villain, right? Like, I, Yes. Yeah. Yes, I don't remember what her so. character's name is, because I'm... What am I? I'm a Mad Max apostate? Heretic? Atheist? I, I, I've literally never watched any of them. Like Her, her name is Auntie. There and, we go. And that she makes runs, a lot of sense. She runs Barter Town, except for Master Blaster believes he runs Barter Town. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, thank you for that stirring rebuttal. <laughs> I, you know, it, it hurts me because no matter who wins in this one, I'm going to cry. <laughs> well, all our listeners can take solace in that, I guess. That, <laughs> that Trevor will be weeping. That no matter Every... what they vote for, they're hurting me. Yes, exactly. Well, okay, so, um, let's, Josh. It's time. We need to yeah, get this yeah. out of the way. We can't. We can't let no, him. We can't no. let him game the system any farther. Any no. further. 
Okay, so I have Warhammer Fantasy Minis. Yes. And Trevor has Invincible. I'm going to go ahead and let Trevor have the last word, because even though I'm punishing him for his misbehavior, I do probably want his property to have the last word. So take it away, Jay. <laughs> One minute, Warhammer Fantasy Minis. Um, what's there to say? <laughs> this is not the podcast of hosts to defend this, but I'll, I'll try my best. So, is there a rat catcher? There is not. I There's Gits, though, right? Um, there is Skaven. I, I will say oh, that yeah, Skaven. some of the best-looking miniatures that you can find are in the uh, Warhammer Fantasy in uh, Age of Signar would be the, the current edition. Oh, um, yes, some of, they're, they're amazing. Um, you, you look at them, and it, they just blow your mind. Um, some of the ones that are my particular f- favorites are uh, the like the Undead Ghosts, the uh, Gloom Spites, and all of those I think are, are really super cool. Um, so if, if you like cool models, then vote for Warhammer Fantasy. All right, that's time. Uh, Trevor, now is your moment in the sun. Go ahead. I yes, might sir. accidentally look away from the stopwatch. <laughs> I don't have that much to say because I've already said a lot of it, but is there a better writer in modern comic book writing than Robert Kirkman? I don't think there is. I think he's one of the best. He writes some of the best, most interesting stuff, and beyond just the Invincible series, but certainly the Invincible series is one of his favorites and mine. Uh, I think that what needs to be pointed out is very clearly on the cover of every issue. It is the best superhero book com- comic book in the universe. It tells you right on the cover. So stupid. <laughs> uh, it has my favorite villain in it of all time. I won't say who it is because it's a major spoiler. Um, it has my best anti-hero of all time. Um, I guess I could probably say and that's probably not a spoiler, and that's that's uh, Dinosaurus. It's just there are people in it that <laughs> and plot twists that happen. Uh, you don't think the dinosaurs is a is an antihero? I can hear it in your voice, but he is he saves the planet. No, I was it was more incredulous, uh, like thinking he's the greatest anything. He, but <laughs> it's, it's been so long since I've read it. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. All I right, think that is probably that most time. I'm not going to let Trevor bend the rules any more than uh, it, than his favorite villain already would have. Listen, it's for the greater good, John. <laughs> so, Jay, I'm going to give you uh, an unspecified amount of time to rebut. Go right ahead. Um, listen, I have cats who are uh, expect a certain quality of living, and the Great Games Workshop machine keeps us fed, and I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> So if I understand your final rebuttal, it is help keep Jay's cats fed. Yes. All right. That's beautiful. I'm going to, I'm going to drop the mic I for mean, you right there and uh, would, give it back to Trevor. I would like you to know that Lucy let me know this morning at 9 a.m. that she was dying <laughs> because it was time for wet food. And today wasn't a wet food day and it was the greatest tragedy Known to man. What a monster, really. I, I, in fact, I'm going to go right now and buy some Warhammer Fantasy. <laughs>
I need some bookends for my Invincible comic because it's so amazing. <laughs> I actually don't have it physically. It's on my iPad. But Okay, he I, got me I, with that one. If I could afford it, I would. Uh, I cannot afford the early issues because they're worth a lot of money now because of how great they are. Best superhero comic book in the tells you. That's time. That's time. All right. Okay, Josh or Trevor, you're the Uh, moderator for (laughs) Spider-Man, Josh Wheeler and Marvel Crisis Protocol, Jay. Um, So when I I will admit when I first saw that this was the matchup as I was working out the brackets and they were all kind of randomized. So I didn't know this was going to happen. But when I saw it, I was like, that's kind of unfortunate like no matter what you do some marvel property is going to lose here but anyway uh i mean feels inevitable in this this. bracket (laughs) yeah it's gonna happen at some point here um i will let the lower seed go first Uh, jay defend marvel crisis protocol marvel crisis protocol is the miniatures game that has stolen my heart um they have done a fantastic job with this game um and one of the things that i appreciate about the game is that They've made some some conscious decisions that um, in some ways probably upset a lot of people. Um, and um, chief among those are that the dice can be a little bit swingy. And it's also really difficult to figure out like the exact probabilities of an action. And so those sort of combine to like these unusual things happening like, you know, uh, Shuri or some low point model has like this huge hit on another one and it it has a cinematic feel to it. And, uh, it also, you you never have any point where you're like, well, I had a, you know, 58% chance of assassinating Thanos. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) instead you're, you're playing the game to have fun. And it's, it's something that I appreciate about this game. Uh, and it's kind of a new experience of, of just playing the game that, can be competitive, but also you're mostly just playing it to have fun. I, I didn't start the timer when you started, so I'm sure you're at time, but I, I don't really know where you're at. Okay. I will I will say that um, while the <laughs> rankings of the miniatures and RPGs bracket were based on you know a many, many years of gaming, uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol is probably the most interesting and best miniatures game out right now. So I would agree. Uh, Josh, are you ready? Still going to gonna get clubbed like a baby seal. <laughs> yeah, again, against Spider-Man, the comic. Uh, that is true. Are right, Josh, are you ready to defend Spider-Man? Uh, I'm ready. Okay, go. Because with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> I should probably walk away right now because there's nothing more silver-tongued that I can say than what Uncle Ben said to Peter Parker on that fateful day. Uh, I mean, this, the thing about the Spider-Man comics property is it has had so many runs and so many of them are so incredible and look, like it or not, it it is the reason that we have Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse for that reason alone, you should vote to advance the comics just to give gratitude for it being the Genesis for Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Um, he was my first love in comic books. He is probably still my greatest love. He continues. I mean, I have daughters who are geeks and love comic books because of Spider-Man. And, you know, you can you find some crazy stinker arcs? Yes, you can. But that's because <laughs> the, the, the mind is so rich and deep. Great power. <laughs> 
Stinker arcs. That's what he closed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do my own stopwatch. I'm a rookie. <laughs> is is I don't even know. Is Spider Man the most sold comic book of all time? Hmm. I have no idea. I don't either. I wouldn't Let's be surprised what, to find I would, out. I wouldn't what be Google surprised says. either. Yeah, I, it's probably it's probably Superman just because he has like so 40, many years. Forty years on because he has a, a lead. You're saying? Yeah. Uh, according to the wikis, it is X Men number one. Oh, I didn't mean a single issue. I meant like oh, the franchise. Yeah, yeah, I get the what you're saying. Sure. Anyway, it do- doesn't matter. Um, the, he is the juggernaut here, um, which is unfortunate that Marvel Crisis Protocol probably won't get a chance to move on. And it's almost like Marvel Crisis Protocol is, in a way, writing you know the Spider-Man coattails, um, among other things. Yeah. Well, it's almost like we put it into this bracket too early for itself. Uh, so sorry, I found the next part of the wikis just for continued research that anyone else could do in one click of a button but um it is superman like you said approximately 600 million sold but i am sorry to disappoint the second most is batman oh Oh, gosh with 484 and then spider-man is a is a third with 387 million well i do love also had a a dubious and discuss next to all those figures though yeah i mean it's hard I do to appreciate track. that this is like the perfect illustration of uh, popularity does not equal quality. <laughs> well, it's I mean, both of, both of those comics predate Spider-Man by right, yeah, yeah, many years. Yep, uh, thirty almost, almost thirty. What? Yeah, twenty-three, twenty-four years. You're right. You know, it's interesting. I was watching. Um, I'm watching the Batman animated series because uh, Josh uh, recommended it. So yes, with such uh, high praise. And I will say that I do enjoy Batman more in his traditional setting, which is where the animated series is, which is kind of a, a mid a noir. Late, yeah, noir mid to late fifties, I'm guessing, maybe late forties, early fifties, somewhere in there. And yeah, it just it feels I don't know better there than it does in a modern world. Hmm. Not that it has anything to do with Marvel Crisis Protocol or Spider Man. Are are we doing rebuttals? Yeah, sure. It feels like it feels like there's more. <laughs> I mean, Marvel Crisis Protocol's awesome. Spider-Man's awesome. Play Spider-Man and Marvel Crisis Protocol. Play multiple versions of Spider-Man and Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yeah, Web Warriors is actually a, a quite fun affiliation. You can play uh, Miles Morales, Peter Parker, Spider-Gwen, Venom, etc., etc. Basically playing into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Uh, I... I didn't say this, and and I will not as a rebuttal because I'm not going to tear down Spider-Man. Just to build up Marvel Crisis Protocol, um, the scenario system of the game is one of my favorite parts of it. Um, you each come with there's there's two halves of a scenario, and you each come with uh, sets of three cards for the two halves, and you basically pick your half of the scenario and the other person picks half the scenario and it combines together to make one scenario and i think it's a a fantastic uh step forward in miniature game design and it kind of like does away with the need of a steamroller packet or tournament packet or stuff like that and i think it's it's quite interesting so let's go and kind of discuss this is um we're at the end of the first round and so things are going to move forward um, and I, I just mentioned in the last episode that there were some um, interesting things that happened with the votes. 
And um, it might take me a minute to kind of cross-reference all these because I didn't write this stuff down. <clears throat> but um, there is there's some things like, for example, um, let me just look through some of these. Um, the um, in the bracket, Dune won across all uh, voting locations, um, and most of these were kind of lopsided. Um, oh, when you say across all voting locations, you mean the Discord, the um, Facebook, correct. and where else can people vote? Twitter. Twitter. Thank you. Twitter. Yeah. Um, but there were some that uh, were not unified across all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to find the one that that was. Um, oh, that depending on where they where the people were voting. Correct. That's funny. Oh, and I think it might have been X Files versus Dresden, or X Wing. Excuse me, X Wing versus Dresden. Mm. No, that does not look like it's it. I love this because this means that some of these properties could possibly demand a recount. <laughs> There was none that were that close. No, there were irregularities in the Facebook voting. Uh, that's probably true. But okay, so here's here's an example. Um, the Call of Cthulhu role playing game uh, won uh, versus I, Bat- Batman. Uh, I love that. movies and TV on so Facebook. Ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> um, the uh, Batman versus Call of Cthulhu game on our um, Discord. I believe was tied. Okay. Appropriate. Let's see. I'm trying to find verify. Where is it? Sorry. Jay, what has been your most surprising <laughs> upset of the first bracket while Trevor's looking for that? Um, I, I would need to see like the bracket in front of me. Like really what I want to know is, are you surprised that Dune beat Starcraft or are you surprised that Arkham Horror beat Harry Potter? <laughs> so funny. And what does was, that mean was, we have what was old the seeding on, on Dune and, and StarCraft? Dune was third seed, StarCraft was 14th seed. I mean, no, that should be a pretty handy <laughs> win, right? <laughs> so what you're saying is that means that we are good seed or bracket creators or whatever you call us, right? Uh, well, like on the, the Harry Potter one, I, I feel like we gave Harry Potter an appropriate seed, but I'm also not surprised that it lost. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. So, okay. So there's several of them that sort of cracked me up because, like, on the Discord, sometimes the Discord guys voted completely opposite of what everybody else in the world did. But here's one that cracks me up: Elder Scrolls One versus Game of Thrones TV on um, Facebook. Uh, they were tied on Discord. And uh, Elder Scrolls crushed Game of Thrones, like not even close. On Twitter? On Twitter. Really? Huh. Yes. That's fun. Um, there's another one. Uh, Ender's Game and Knights of the Old Republic. Ender's Game won on Discord. Um, Ender's Game on uh, Facebook lost massively to huh. Knights of the Old Republic. That was the one that someone made a comment that y'all need to read more, wasn't it? I, yeah, I, I I said that. <laughs> I mean, I love Knights of the Old Republic, but I just expected the vote to be a little closer, like kind of like it was on on our Discord channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, on Twitter, it was a crushing defeat for Ender's Game. Like Knights of the Old Republic blew it out of the park. Huh. Well, I I guess this goes along with one of my uh, core assumptions on this is that um, books in general are going to be weaker 
than their what their seed would indicate, I guess. Um, and weaker just in general, I guess. But has that I, been the case? I mean, Dune one, Dresden Files one. Mm. Uh, the the um, middle I guess of the and, books one. Well, I I I realize that that one was like a really lopsided seeding matchup, but yeah. still it did win. But I, I mean, I I actually do agree with you, Jay, because I feel like books when we get to the next round are going to be like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I maybe I'm wrong, but I just kind of feel like um books are going to have there there's going to be like some juggernauts in the bracket of uh you know like the MCU or Pokemon and it's it's going to be super lopsided anytime they match up versus a book yeah the so, pokemon as of this recording the pokemon hasn't happened yet right trevor um no i don't think so no that i really that really is going to be the biggest blowout i i feel like so here's one that also sort of caught me off guard the expanse versus twilight imperium um on facebook the expanse is winning um this is this ma- this vote's over i think that's because the show is so good oh no this this vote is actually ending as we're speaking so there's potentially still time to vote on this but, oh uh, real time but, well i mean by the time they hear this it'll be long over but timey-wimey real time yeah um so on on facebook the expanse is winning um ever so slightly on discord twilight imperium is absolutely crushing the expanse <laughs> it is it is 10 votes to one um, and, and then on uh twitter the expanse is absolutely crushing twilight imperium Interesting. like it is 62 huh. percent to 39 percent or 38 percent um so Anyway, it just the expanse I think sort of shocked me at how popular the book is. Like I, I knew it was popular, but I guess it helps that it has a TV show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's really well done for the record. Yeah. Again. Well, um, I, I guess have do I have either of you been surprised with um, anything so far, or do you have any changes in what you're expecting, uh, who you're expecting to win? Um, so Star Trek didn't do as well as I thought it would, and maybe that's just because our fan base has a lot of miniatures players in it, but I thought that it would be like, you know, 95 to 5 against Blood Bowl, and it was not, um, at all. And I, so I don't know how much that's going to, maybe, maybe Star Trek amongst our fan base is not as beloved, and it's not going to do as well as I thought? I don't know. That was one that surprised me. Especially against Blood Bowl. <laughs> yeah well i mean it is one of those those, those properties that people yeah. have a lot of fond memories about right yeah. Yeah. yeah i was surprised that call of cthulhu uh rpg beat the batman comics like clearly you people and your terrible attitudes have infected the entire list <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. You, it was batman the movies and it didn't win call of cthulhu didn't Oh, well, oh, you said it won in one of the voting things. It did win in one of the voting, but oh, overall, okay. it actually lost oh, to Batman. Okay. All right, well, that's what I expected. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the one that's cracking, the, the, that's, it's still being voted on, but it will be done by the time this episode comes out, is Battlestar Galactica and Sid Meier's Civilization. Like, on Twitter, it is currently 49% for Battlestar Galactica, 51% for Civilization. Oh, Civ's got to win that, though. Come on. And on Facebook, um, oh, on Facebook, Civ is crushing it. Yes, appropriate. And um, 
Siv is also crushing it on on uh, Discord. So Discord. We'll see, but I mean that one still has quite a bit of time. I just put that matchup up like yesterday. Sure. But there's already like some of these. It always cracks me up at how some votes get just like or some polls on, instantly on set in stone. Well, yeah, the, like you'll get maybe you know one of them you'll get ten people that'll vote on it, and then it's kind of slow. And the other one it'll just be voracious voting. You know, you'll have a hundred votes on it almost instantly. <laughs> so. I don't I don't know what to think. Like I I literally posted the uh the poll for Battlestar Galactica versus Sid Meier Civilization maybe a day ago and I have 100 votes on it which is more than some of the other polls got total. So if Twilight Imperium 4th edition doesn't win, we should shut this whole thing down, right? <laughs> <laughs> like it's the only moral thing to do at this point. I mean you're the guy that put Expanse in this bracket to beat it down. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, if TI can't make it past Expanse, then... The listeners I very know. well know that I have no idea how this actually happened to this bracket assembly <laughs> thing. So yes. I would totally be able to plead ignorance in a court of law. Right now, Wheeler Electric is like, everyone fill out your March Madness brackets. And Josh is like, qua? <laughs> I'm sure that Josh does like any good nerd. He grabs the bracket, he rolls a d20 on each one, and just fills uh, it out. That does sound fun. <laughs> yeah, I I never watch. I mean, I like basketball watching it, but I've never watched college basketball. So yeah, I thought it was just a complete waste of time. Well, uh, do you guys have any other thoughts on it or on anything? Um, no. Even though I helped put this thing together, I was still surprised. I'm still surprised by how much fun it is. I freaking love when the votes come out. When, <laughs> uh, maybe I need some different entertainment in my life, but I think it's been a ton of fun. Um, we're going to, when we move into the second round, we may change the format a little bit to spice it up. So if you have any ideas or would like Spicy. to see us change it up, <laughs> feel free to let us know. Um, so I'm sure you probably don't want to hear me defend Invincible over and over again. Uh, I think what we should do is, uh, you should, we should make you live read the way we used to do, you know, dank dune memes, uh, a visual (laughs) format in audio, uh, medium. We just need to do that. Uh, like what, what would be the, like you would read, you're going to read one of the Invincible, um, uh, editions, (laughs) you know, see, uh, Invincible number one, quite possibly the best, because at the beginning he doesn't say it is the best comic. Quite best, be, possibly the best comic work in the years. <laughs> yes. 